Welcome to Animation Overtime, where we analyze and overthink all your favorite anime and animation. Let's go. Hi, I'm Jim. And I'm Jesse. And today we'll be watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. And it's good to be back. It is good to be back. We actually just came back from a two-week vacation. You guys can't tell, though. <laughs> you didn't know till right now. No, but I feel like this movie has been well-awaited for a lot of people, though. We were waiting for it, too. And which is funny because I never watched any of the. I was bamboozled when we got out of that theater. I was like, "Oh, it's so cool!" Did, like, how did you like it? You're like, "I've never watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles before," and I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's I thought you. I thought you song. wanted to see this movie because you've watched it. Because like I like I knew you grew up on Nickelodeon too. Because you also like watched the Power Rangers, which came out around the same time, I believe. Yo, yes, I love the Power Rangers, but the Power Rangers came out. Well, it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where it's like. They have different iterations. There's different generations of it. Yeah, that's true. I Well, I think when we were growing up, it was Dino Thunder. I'm, okay, you know what? Could I tell you something? What? I've never watched Power Rangers. Oh, no, it was Ninja Storm. It was Ninja Storm. Well, like I just said, I've never watched Power Rangers, so I cannot you never watched nor Power deny Rangers? what you're saying. No, I've never watched it. I watched Teenage... I didn't really watch TMNT. I, I maybe watched an episode or two of the Nickelodeon show you're talking about. By then, I was... I had to be like... 13 <laughs> really no because it came out in like the 80s they had like d- many generations of it no i'm talking about the one that came out on nickelodeon oh like that i know the one you're talking about uh but i kind of want to talk about the person who directed this movie uh jeff Rao. sure uh, i don't know if it. i'm saying it correctly but i he, don't know either he co-directed mitchell's in the machine i could low-key see the fact that uh it's directed by the same people because yeah even though it's stylized differently it still feels the same it got it got some of that same quirky energy yeah i, I agree that i feel like this creator might be known for now i mean they only worked on two movies so I'm how old is two. this person because it feels like like straight from gen z i have no clue but, but also did you know who else worked on this movie tell me seth rogan that's why he's oh, in like yeah, the no. main uh <laughs> i know you couldn't tell by the you can anytime seth rogan's on screen you could just tell immediately like that worked on the no i mean the voice act did you not hear him no 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 the, he he wrote oh he wrote he it helped, he helped write it oh and, and i think produce it too. is that why he put a little bit more effort into this than the mario movie because like for interviews for the mario movie he was straight up like yeah i did not change my voice they wanted me to voice act i said no nah, i'm using my regular voice that's so funny i feel like for this movie he like kind of put a spin on his own voice not really but like i don't even know who he, uh, who he, he was, was the either the rhino or the pig i don't remember it's kind of yeah he was one of the head. other you know what one of the other of them was john cena really yeah oh that's so funny that is really funny. i love john cena uh shout out to him in the barbie movie i love cool john cena Bar- movie. i was a power rangers uh john cena fan what does that even mean no they're kind of i would say they were in the same category of like things young boys oh like. okay yeah i see what you're saying i thought you meant that john cena was in the power rangers and i was like that's news to me and he's in uh peacemaker so that's pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> how does that relate to the power rangers because no it has nothing to do with the power rangers it has everything to do with john cena oh okay cool because okay. he grew up with me i feel if that makes sense even though i mean he was old by the time he was doing wwe but now that i'm older he's doing more adult oriented not in terms of uh, teenage gonna, mutant ninja Turtles i was gonna say he was like literally a, just in the barbie movie what are you talking about yeah, yeah, well, you know what i mean uh, the barbie movies could be for adults too. that's true actually it is for adult, adult that's movie. what i'm saying but talking about teenage mutant ninja turtles how did you feel about them okay i feel like this is gonna be our unpopular opinion podcast because you and i both agreed it didn't wow us 
I'm actually having a really difficult time, maybe because my brain is still in vacation mode. That's fair. To really think about how I feel about this movie, because it's, it's kind of confusing me in, in some ways. Because I feel like it does have merit, and stylistically it's really cool, and the fight scenes are, are I think, are pretty nice, but it's kind of boring. I maybe I just didn't like what they did with Splinter. I don't know. I really <laughs> did not like what they did with Splinter, and we'll definitely get uh get onto that. But for me, it, it wasn't really grabbing my attention. Like it, it, it throughout the movie, it did. But the second I left the movie, I could barely grasp onto like the details of what actually happened. See, I'm a little different because I definitely remember everything that happened, and I it did grab my attention. It just didn't wow me. And I, I want to talk about one of the, my biggest problems with it. It probably has to do with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise itself, because I think this is what they're known for. I'm not really sure. The only thing I know about them is I watched a documentary about the toys that they made. Did you? That's funny. On Netflix. It was, a pretty, it was pretty good. Uh, apparently, they used to be a lot darker. Yeah. yeah uh, the whole thing with uh, Raphael and like Leonardo, there was uh, honestly, uh, that's what I remember fuzzily from my childhood is that I'd really like their storylines with that. Although I do like what they did in this movie where they, because they're teen, they're literally teenagers, whereas in like the 90s version and everything, they feel more like adults. Yeah, no, I, I meant like their conception. I'm talking about like the comic books when they first, first came out. Oh, Like yeah. it was darker. Yeah. Not, instead of like. But a more serious tone where this is definitely more of a I think there's even tone. I think there's even a, a comic book iteration where I forget which turtle, but there's only Oh, I think it's Mikey, which is ironic because he's supposed to be like the happy go lucky guy. Mm, that's probably why they um, chose him. Where Mikey's the only one that survives or something and like really? he becomes dark. I I could be wrong. I'm, I I think they're don't is quote that, me on is that. Is that a fan thing or is it like a I, I'm thing? not hundred percent sure, but I remember seeing uh, something yeah. like that on the internet a couple years ago. It sounds more like a fan, but you... you, you no, know, I think it's a comic. Oh, well, I mean like a fan written oh, comic rather okay. than... But uh, no, I could totally see them doing that, though, because it would be such a easy cash grab for that. That would be such a cool concept. Just it, to, it is a really To cool have concept. the happy-go-lucky character be the one that survives and then turn to... You know, people eat that up. Yeah, people do eat that up. And I, and I feel like this movie, not to bash it on, on it too hard, I think it's a completely adequate movie. I agree. So what I was saying about earlier about like one of the problems is the fact that it, TMT has to be contemporary. It has to be cool. Not necessarily is that a problem. It's just there are some problems that come with that. If you remember like one of the video essays I showed you a while ago uh, about Sonic the Hedgehog uh, by Innuendo Studios, and he talks about how because Sonic has to stay cool, he always changes and iterates on himself. Therefore, you never know who the real Ninja Turtles are or the real Sonic is. It can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. And the fact is, cool and contemporary dates itself yeah 100 percent. because i feel like if we watch this movie in like 10 years time not even 10 years two years uh, i mean yeah. culture goes so quickly it, i feel like this is even getting close to the point of like irrelevant not not to say Ill irrelevant but like in terms of references i mean you saying that kind of like makes me point out one of the scenes that i feel like the internet liked but i didn't i felt like it was kind of cringy but everyone found it funny was when they were like you're we're outside we're we outside that felt oh i hated that scene. right i, I don't hated know that i saw scene. i don't know i don't know if the whole internet likes it but i did see a video where people were like this was so funny haha but i was like this feels so 
a dad trying to be cool. Yeah, no, it does feel like that. And 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 the problem is, I think they do mostly a re- uh, one thing I do want to praise it. I think they do mostly a really good job of making them feel like teenagers. Yeah, they do a really good job at that. But some of the scenes do come off that uncanny yeah valley where you can just feel like that is not. And especially, I think it also has to do with the fact that we do come from New York. It's like. I was going to say, yeah, we do. And we do have a lot of we, friends that are from the city. Yeah. So, and it's just like, bro, that's not. It's, just, it's not that it's so, you just can feel like, I'm sure other people who haven't experienced that, like, like in everyday life, because obviously in a media standpoint, it's going to be more exaggerated. So to for us, it's uncanny because we see it in regular, in regular use, like that kind of diction and inflections you, used on screen. It just, it, it just. You could also make the other argument where, like, you know what it felt like? It felt like, I guess since we live in New York, this is how I would describe it, Long Island boys trying to be city boys, which would make sense mm. because they're not really living in the city. They're li- they're just they're watching. <laughs> yeah, they're just watching from the outside, wanting to be part of it. I mean, that that's my argument for it. Yeah. Obviously, I, we're I not supposed to look mean. that deep into the scene. That's really funny. But it just it just felt cringy to me. It felt like someone trying to I don't know that. But that just goes back to the whole in two years time, it, this movie will date itself. Yeah. And I think that's a real problem. But uh, I mean, it depends. Not every movie has to be timeless. So this can be like a capsule of 20, maybe 2021, 20, 2022. I think it's 2022 because it's actually funny that you mentioned that because in the trailers, there's this line where it's like where he goes. Oh, uh, don't be such a rat. And then the, the splinter's like, oh, don't use that. And then I forget who says it, but one of them says like, oh, it's 2023. Don't say that. In the trailer, they say it's 2023. In the movie, they yeah, say it's they, 2022. They, they move it up. Okay, that makes total sense. Yeah, I feel like, it, I mean, it's nothing wrong to have movies that depict a certain time period. And then when you look back at it, maybe you'll have a fondness. We could look back, maybe you show it to your kids one day and you'll be like, that's how we live. Oh, and they will be so like. The turtles. No, nah, that's so cringy. Oh, my God. God, I could just like showing them something like that is probably gonna make them cringe so hard. Us maybe we'll look back on it and be happy about it, but like, like fonder memories. It's like when your parents try to show you something of like their time, their like comedy of their time yeah. or something, and you're just like, oh, ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the the thing is things move so fast, and if you choose something like cool, if you choose something like contemporary, there is a time limit. What rather than if you choose something like I uh, we gotta name drop it right? Oh, hey, at least it wasn't me this time. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely me. Like Spider Verse, where th- th- things are, it feels universal. It doesn't really date itself with references of that like, or the comedy comes more from genuine human interaction rather than and hey, it- look at this thing. Have you seen that thing before? That's cool, right? Because even if Spider-Verse does do that, it's in small doses. It more references and celebrates its own culture. So when you look back at it, it's more like a time capsule of all of Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Rather than this just being what is popular at the time. I mean, AOT is always going to be timeless, though. That's so true. So, I mean, I understand why they use that. I feel like this is like the first big screen movie that like really references anime like that. I wouldn't be sure about that. I mean, obviously, in the past few years, maybe not. But like, I don't know. It just like it name dropped multiple times, and there was two different animes in it. It was uh, Attack on Titan and Jujutsu Kaisen. As a well, the Jujutsu Kaisen was lesser seen, but it was a sticker on his staff. I did notice that. 
No, I didn't. I saw it on the internet. It's a one hundred percent. No, I, I noticed it in the trailers and the and the movie. I mean, that's that's pretty cool, and and that's the thing with reference humor. It can be. I mean, it's not funny. It's just like, hey, I get that, or it's like, like when you know it, it is. Um, it's just cool to see sometimes, like to see something that you love to be portrayed by. You see other people love it too. Is it just? I don't know. Maybe I'm just a hater, but like when people reference like anime or other stuff like that in movies it feels out of place to me i don't know i think i'm just a hater i i felt like it was okay in this movie i don't know i just feel like because maybe i'm wrong and maybe the people who made this actually like that stuff but i feel like a lot of the times when they do add it it's because they're like this is topical add it no i i don't think you, th- so. you think they're like okay. i know people like anime and and there were these were actual teenage kids yeah like working on the project. That's fair. Uh, that's fair because uh, uh, Gumball is uh, Leo, not Leo. Donatello, I think. Really, Gumball is Donatello? Yeah, he's a nerd. Oh my god! You couldn't tell. Wait, 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 he was uh, Gumball was the anime kid. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, I don't even know their names. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my. That's how. Honestly, that's okay. When we walked out of the theater after he told me that he didn't watch it, I was like, "That's fine" or whatever. And then he was like, "Isn't like one of them like Leonardo and the other one's like Da Vinci?" And I'm like, (laughs) first of all, (laughs) no." (laughs) Like, one hundred IQ TMNT watcher. Even if you didn't watch that, did you not watch Epic Rap Battles of History? The Smosh versus Good Mythical. I think I I phased out of. ERB by then. By then? Okay. I think I, I, I phased out after season one. <sighs> okay. You're wait. crazy if you kept going. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it was just topical because it was good mythical and. I think smosh. I did watch it actually, though. That specific one. I didn't know which one was which, though. Okay, you don't need to know which one's which, but know the they names. All look There's this- none of them are called Da Vinci. They all look. You, you said yeah, it with no, such seriousness, too. They all look the same. Boy. They're turtles. Boy, of course they look the same. That's look, why the colors differentiate them. Hear me them. out. If you switch the colors, would you be able to tell which one was <laughs> Also, okay. I didn't actually, think so. I'm going to um, actually you for a second. Okay. One of so, them does have braces. Okay. One of them wears glasses too. Yeah. Also, the way they, uh, you can tell by their mannerisms, the way they hold themselves. They also have different weapons. Okay? I do know about the weapons. And Raphael is always going to be the more heavy set, bigger turtle. Raphael, he's the um, he's the angry one, right? Okay, what color? Red. Okay, Mikey. Angry. Michelangelo. Mikey is Michelangelo. That's gonna be the orange. He's the funny one. Good. That's good. Re- I was doing a little research. Okay, <laughs> a little research. Okay. And then obviously I know Leonardo because he was a, he was my main in Nicktoons. Um, oh, I hate you for that. Nicktoons. I hate that's why you know that. Yeah, that that I forgot what it was. Uh, Brawlers or yeah, something? brawl, all star brawl. Yeah, yeah sure, yeah. something like that. Whatever. All right, what's the last one called then? Or... I'm not gonna. Uh, I just you told said you Donnie, name. right? Yeah, but what's his full Donatello. name? Donatello. Okay, you stuttered a little bit. They but were uh, named after the Renaissance. My man, Da Vinci. Da, Vi- da Vinci. <laughs> Uh, I hate this man so much. <laughs> I was convinced you were about to say DiCaprio for a second. DiCaprio, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. He's in this? <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I that was my my little uh, irk with you, my little ick with you. That's really funny because I definitely did not know which one of them was which. And my problems were- Also, you, hold I, the phone. Wait, pause. I don't care what you're about to say. Their initials are on their belts, my guy. I didn't look at their- You're looking at their bottom halves of some teenage- I'm going to fight you. I'm literally going to fight you. That's on you, bro. It's part of their outfit. That's on you, bro, if you're looking down there. my, I'm looking <sighs> I'm looking chest up because they didn't have any nipples, but they were getting milk somehow. 
Oh, that was also a weird joke. That was a, I mean, that, that I went on it, too long. I think it paid off. I don't think it did. But they went too many. I went. It too just far. felt weird. It just kept going. No, it, it was weird because especially since they're playing into the fact that they're younger, I just uh, it it made me feel weird. It was just weird. yeah, especially since milking is a real term. I know. That's why <laughs> I was like, Ugh, stop. Yeah, but I obviously didn't mean. It I like know, that, but, but I yeah, know. no, it was pretty awkward. Yeah, I, I was just saying that the humor was a real hit or miss. It was a roller coaster. I think it was mostly not good in my opinion no i think i agree with your first statement hit or miss i think 50 50 okay yeah yeah i would say i would say a little towards missing though i did chuckle a couple of times i chuckled i I I always think something's actually funny if it gets a verbal like laugh Laugh out out of you yeah yeah oh but let's talk about a little bit about it there the animation Uh, from from the trailers i really only saw like the turtles and splinter so I didn't really know what I was going into for, like, stylization-wise. I thought we were going to get something that looked more like Spider-Verse for some reason. It felt almost like claymation at times. It was definitely uniquely its own, but it does take a lot of inspiration from Spider-Verse. It felt like almost, I guess you could say, like, Spider-Verse and Mitchells and the Machine had a baby. Yeah, or something like that. And and I did want to kind of touch on how do you feel about, like, really the whole... We mentioned it before, but now it's really starting to dawn on me. This is apparent. How do you feel about Spider-Verse, this Spider-Verse style taking over? I love it. I've said it a million times. I'm so happy. I Because I've always said, like... You know, animation has been getting so good to the point where it's like, all right, we're looking really realistic. How realistic can we be before we're just actually making stuff yeah, that's I realistic? I like this revert back into we're finding our own different styles. We're not just doing 2D anymore. We're mixing 2D and 3D. We're like making things look like claymation. We're mi- like we're giving it different like comic book feel and like u- using frame rates to our advantage. I want more of it and I want more styles. I agree with you, but I also feel like this could be a problem. Really? How so? I could feel like it. I mean, overuse of anything is a problem in the industry. And maybe this could be like another thing where maybe even other subpar movies start picking it up. Or Not not to say it should be protected or anything like that, but the, there is going to be a point where it's like, if it becomes the industry standard, then, you know, you're going to be like, you're going to miss that old style of, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what Disney's for. Like, Yeah, but Disney doesn't make the best movies. Okay. They, they they come out with a banger every ten years. Okay. Yeah, they do. They do okay. make a banger. I would I would be more generous and five. say five. Yeah, every five years. Okay, that's fair. But no, I mean, okay, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there because one, you can say that for anything because that's true. Like, of course, like you've seen like I don't know if you've ever seen those like YouTube videos on like the the knockoff Disney movies where it's like Ratatouille but it's like Splatatouille. I don't know what the name is or whatever. So they 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 riff off of like the the topical thing. That's going to happen with anything. That is going to happen with anything that is popularized. That is true. And I feel like more good will come from it than bad. Because the thing is with stylization is that it's not one style. It's Because if you compare it, right? If you compare Puss in Boots to uh, The Last Wish to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, they're very different. No, they are very different. I agree. I do agree it just opened up a whole new aspect. And I do like I do like what you said about the whole it taking more inspirations of comics. Because if you think about it, like... We've been doing comics forever. We should have more of that style. Yeah, I don't know why we, you know, because I don't know why we haven't done it yet. How did it take yet. so long? Exactly. Because if you think about it, like, 20, hindsight is twenty twenty. It makes so much sense. 
is that if you're going to adapt something from a comic book, you might as well make it look like the comic book. Yeah, and it's interesting because if you think about it like anime, hey, manga manga looks like anime most of the time. I mean, nine, nine times out of ten, they're literally just taking the frames and just animating it from frame yeah, to frame. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, it, it does and look sometimes, cool. the, the I mean, not for nothing, sometimes the studios are lazy and they literally just, <laughs> just rip literally it. just make a frame. They don't even, uh, they don't animate the whole thing. They just put the frame in and color it. Yeah, that's really funny. I mean, I, I'm not trying to rip on them or anything because I know animation is hard and I'm so sorry for the MAPPA st- uh, studio people. Uh, they probably haven't seen their families and or don't have families. Okay, but l- let's start getting into kind of like the characters. Let's just, uh, let's just start off with the turtles and now you were saying... I actually had a really big problem, like, distinguishing them. I feel like they were all kind of very, very similar characters. Maybe it's because I grew up watching some of this, some of their movies and shows, but I disagree with you there. I feel like their personalities were pretty, besides their one little thing that they did, like, one of the, like the thing that they're known for. Other than that, like, they seem like the same character. See, maybe it's a product of them being so young in this version and that they haven't found themselves yet. Because like in other iterations, we get Raphael, which uh, a lot of times he's very distant from the group because he's supposed to be like the, the rebel of the group at times. Mikey is supposed to be the young young brother, which is ironic, actually, because it feels like Donatello is the young brother of this group and not Mikey. Mikey's has always been because he's supposed to be the innocent, yeah, the fun loving. One, yeah, right? exactly. I, I feel like. Again, I feel like the turtles didn't really get to shine. That's okay. I I can see what you're saying. May, yeah, I think maybe it's because I have a bias and I'm predisposition, so I like I already knew who was who. Like, wasn't really like looking for that. I just felt like when you take away their main quirks, and this is kind of like I don't know if you know what Whedon, Whedonism is. No, I'm Whedonism. Sorry. Jo- Josh Whedon. Never heard of him. The guy who made Age of Ultron. I don't know directors. So it's a person who made Age of Ultron. So Whedonism really more refers to like the whole quipping thing that Marvel is kind of known for. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Like, <laughs> is it behind me? Yeah. Or Where it was like cute at first and now it's like, dude, stop. <laughs> and another aspect that he does is that he kind of has this, he kind of does this thing in the Avengers where he took a lot of the characterizations of these characters and kind of broke them down into one quality. And really just hammered home that one quality. I think one of the best examples is Captain America in Age of Ultron, where his character is supposed to be this goody goody. And so he kind of zeroes in on that whole, hey, don't curse around me. Don't be this. Yeah, language. That's like an infamous scene, right? Because, I mean, in reality, I'm sure Captain America that is portrayed towards the end of the cinematic universe. Yeah. Or at least that. his life. Yeah, I guess his life is that he he does end up cursing, I believe, right? Yeah, I think in uh, either Infinity War or Endgame, he says something. Yeah, and exactly. I think Natasha's like language. So that's what I mean, and I feel like this is a, one of the aspects that kind of happens, and I and I understand that it is it is hard to make four compelling characters, nuanced characters with the limited amount of with the limited amount of screen time. So I'm not gonna try to truly fault it. All I'm saying is that because there is four of them, it is much harder to me to really feel compelled towards any single turtle or even them as a unit i didn't feel like super connected to and i feel like this is another really big like this same exact struggle happened to me really with splinter where his character first of all i look you know what's bad when i never i watched like maybe two episodes and i'm like what did they do to my boy splinter oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, that's true yeah i'm like why did they make him this comic relief character well he, he was too much a, you could make it a little comic relief but he like really toes the line even though i do kind of love the performance of jackie chan in this yeah i think his voice acting is amazing in no this. i i think he did a really swell job it's just the problem is it's i mean i maybe take it with a grain of salt it doesn't feel like this is what his character is or what it represents and therefore when we get to the like the main emotional core of them and the turtles it to me it doesn't feel like i i'm gripped onto that because he doesn't feel like he has like a i was i was thinking he was more of a kung fu panda oh Ugwe or Ugwe type yeah. of character not not entirely but you know more Which along he, that line he kind of is because that's like he's master splinter he's supposed to be the the all well maybe not all-knowing but like yeah, I mean, yeah, the all-knowing uh, father figure in their life. So it's kind of weird that he's kind of like this uh, this shut-in dad. I understand what they're doing here, and I don't hate it. No, no, I kind of hate it, <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I mean, <laughs> I feel like hate is a strong word for this. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate it. I, Listen, I throw it's around. It's an interesting concept. It's again, it's, again, that idea that each iteration you're picking up new things yeah you have to you have to change stuff while keeping some stuff and of course you're gonna piss off some people on the yeah, way Yeah, exactly it's like how now people who are growing up are gonna be like splinter was never like that so when you make another iteration of teenage mutant ninja turtles and he's like this the one from earlier iterations you're gonna be like that's not my splinter <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my roderick exactly oh you know i watched Diary of a Wimpy Cred, Roger Rules. Uh, Recently? On, yeah, on the vacation. Really? It was just on TV, and I was like, well, you were asleep, and I was like, I'm watching That's this. why Roderick. And he was, yo, honestly, that movie kind of slaps. Oh, get out of here. Roger Rules slaps. I've never watched it, actually. No, it slaps, and I love the Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I think I've only watched like the first two. Books because they got me through um book reports oh in elementary school i was so like thank you i thank thought you were gonna so say that was like your that. comfort thing and i was like okay i guess it's manga for americans whoa <laughs> I, <laughs> at yeah. least for kids does that mean, mean the oh no it would just be a live action it wouldn't be anime anyways we're way off topic back to splinter oh uh, yeah back, back to splinter how did you how did you feel about splinter um, I mean, pretty much everything you just said is I don't really have much to add to your spiel. Just that it's I I don't love it. I don't hate it. I it felt weird. And I love Jackie Chan. That's my conclusion. Yeah, I also just had a problem with like some of the jokes, like again, with the whole milking thing. When he falls in love with the roach, I was like, OK, I guess. I mean, haha, it's funny. Not really. Yeah. Oh my God, we're together. We're in love with something that's supposed to be horrible and disgusting. Like, OK, I guess. Yeah. And also the the climax at the end where he's real with the fly, Superfly, and he's yeah. like, oh, uh, I don't want to be Superfly. It felt superficial. <laughs> I, it did feel superficial. I feel like he didn't get enough screen time. I feel like he should have been more of a focal point in this movie, especially if they were trying to push that kind of whole thing with the relationship between them and the turtles kind of being kind of having this tension between them because they are teenagers. And I do like that. I mean, this is supposed to be, again, like an origin story for these kids, right? Yeah. So maybe he develops into more of a character like that, as you said. But right now, it just feels, it just doesn't feel good. Yeah. I wonder, they're probably gonna make a second. Did you know there was actually an end credit scene? Really? Where they, they um, why can't I remember his name? Shredder. Yeah. Where they have a sh- Shredder come in. And that a uh, whole government, whatever. Oh, so we're having a second one. Yeah, and I, I mean, maybe it depends on how this does in the box office. I mean, I think obviously. it's doing actually pretty well. I think it's probably doing really well. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about is, again, that whole... There was just 
I didn't really care for the, like the whole government side plot thing. Yeah, it felt like it was forgotten at most most points. Like whenever that woman came back on screen, I was like, oh yeah, she's a plot point. It definitely felt more like they were setting up for the future than rather it being like really important. I agree, but then just have it at the beginning and then just make the flies a a, a thing. Uh, I mean, they kind of did that, I would say. True. There was just the little moment where they got caught. The movie's an hour and a half, though. It's a, it's a, in That's today's true. standards, it's short. So, it, is, like, it is pretty You're short. taking up screen time of that could have been given to Splinter. How did you feel about the whole Superfly and that whole beginning? Nah, I really liked Ice Cube as the voice actor for Superfly. I think that was really fun. I think it's probably the stronger part of the movie super fly but it's also a little unexplored yeah i see what you're saying but i like the way they kind of connect like what one thing i do like is all the themes kind of connect here on belonging that being said talking about but i did kind of like his story about um him going out into the world and being rejected so he hides away for his kids i did like that and I, i i thought it it did make for at least a more understanding of why he is the way he is but the the whole idea of being a belonging and that's kind of like where the whole turtle core is of them wanting to be put out into the world and not wanting to be rejected and this idea is if i can be heroic maybe people will like me and that whole struggle of what it means to have a family or what it means to belong because if you remember in the beginning of the movie the not the main character but the main person who kind of put everything into motion basically all of their fathers did this all the events started because he felt like he didn't belong in society so he created his own family and there's kind of a thing over that here. ironically doesn't belong in society no yeah i mean that well no i'm not unironically they were made to be in his image where they're all outcast yeah that is an interesting like thing with the whole I, i've always loved uh, mark shelby's frankenstein and kind of this idea of creating life have you have you read or watched the movie frankenstein uh no no i but i know i pretty much know it you know like everything that happens it's actually really good um because the it's like cla- dan cla- from the game grumps read it and he described it on one of the uh in one of the episodes because he was going through a phase during covid where he was reading like classics and stuff yeah and uh so he explained it so i i, I kind of know what happens in it that's funny secondhand uh, yeah because i think it's interesting because in my opinion when i think of frankenstein's monster i just think of the halloween stupid dummy boy that's fair who kind of be like oh where's my brain or frankenstein isn't green he's yellow rather than it being like the concept and philosophies of like what it means to be alive and like loneliness and desolation and what that does to a person and playing god what does it mean to play god because i don't know if you know in the movie he has like real bad mommy issues where his mom dies and that's why he wants to have this whole thing where he wants to recreate life because of he hates the idea of death i think that was pretty cool And, and he does so in a way where he kind of smirks women like his mother like his sister who becomes his wife we're gonna gloss over it what were you talking about i love this talk but we are way off. yeah we were way off talking talking about frankenstein but anyway this was because of the the beginning guy he just put some ooze on a person i I went on a whole tangent of because i i do like that whole concept but obviously they don't really explore uh but speaking on to kind of that concept of him, him wanting to create life and a place to belong and you could see how that 
kind of ideology is pushed throughout the movie and how it kind of is twisted between every single person you can see that really deeply with superfly when he's like if you're not gonna make me belong i'm gonna make me belong by destroying every single one of you the child who is not embraced by the village will burn it down to feel its warmth Ooh, that's a good one yeah and that really does pertain to superfly it's that backlash you know and you could see the ideology then push to Splinter where he isn't accepted from society, but instead of lashing out, he lashes inwards towards his own family. So that's like the major difference between the two. And the turtles being kind of like that bridge of, hey, I want to belong in this world. I don't care. Not not that I don't care if I re- get rejected, but you'll never know if you try and this idea of what does it mean to be a hero because their whole because one of the things not that i had a problem with it because i i I was very scared that they kind of missed their own plot in the movie (laughs) Uh, where where they kind of had this emotional resonance with uh splinter right Mm -hmm. where they're like yeah maybe you should go out in the world and have everybody love you and be a hero and I was like, that is not the right message of the, the the movie. And I'm glad that they eventually touch on the fact that like, hey, nobody loves us. Nobody likes us. We're going to do the right thing Regardless. because it's the right thing to do. And that is the only true way to get people. Well, not the only true way to get people to like you because manipulation is a real thing. Oh. But <laughs> besides that, obviously, being true to yourself is the only way that society can accept you. And if they don't, that's okay. You'll find people like April to accept you for who you are. So, there, I mean, there's a little sauce on the bone. There, there is. It's not sauceless, but... It's not sauceless. But the sauce is drying out real quick. <laughs> uh, so, like, that, that that was, like, one of the concepts that I did kind of like about the movie. I see what you're saying. Like, I did feel like it was kind of... See, the thing is, I liked it theoretically, but some of the execution was off between splinter and superfly especially since they were pretty good foils in terms of like written out yeah but uh, the way it was executed it just it felt just, so hollow it's not like, even that i feel like there wasn't anything really f- to make him switch his thinking it wasn't even that i don't think there was enough of splinter and superfly kind of talking interacting to each other. yeah it was only in the last minute where he didn't know splinter and he was like you're just like me i'm like how do you I, know yeah how you know that like you you, 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 just, you just but the turtles might have said something to him yeah we, i mean you, you could off screen whatever you can argue that no no there was a little moment where splinter was like yeah i hate the world or whatever yeah but instead of like you're a coward i mean it was they do mention the whole ideology, and I, I I like the whole mutant family. I thought that was cute. Yeah, which I think that is something new. I think typically they're fighting other mutants rather than befriending them. I could be wrong on that because, again, I don't know too much lore, but I did watch a little bit growing up. Yeah, I thought they were enemies. Yeah, I think for the most part they're enemies in other iterations yeah. of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But now they're kind of trying to do this whole thing where it's about belonging and family. Yeah, it's kind of like X-Men. Yeah, yeah. And and let's kind of move on to one of the characters that I did mention, uh, April O'Neil. Yeah, she was all right. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about the character and how do you feel about the fact that how different she is? I mean, like, I feel like she she didn't really, other than the fact that like she was the connection to the human side of things, I feel like she didn't really do much. Yeah, I, I feel like I did kind of like her whole design change. 
No, I think her design change is cool. I have no, nothing I, against I, the design. I'm just saying. I, I know there was a little bit of controversy on the internet. Yeah, of course, as, because as it's always. the internet. They hate change. It is and how it is. But it's always going to be good to have both representation of not only uh, race, but even body type. That's true. That is really Listen, important. If there's one thing that I love about this movie is the art style and all the character designs. I think they did so well with They did do a everything. really good job with that. All the, um, every aspect of it. Actually, maybe I maybe I didn't like Splinter because they made him into a homebody, but that's a whole other story. Anyways, take that with a grain of salt. We don't really know too much about the source material. That's true. Uh, but I I, I see what you mean. Like I struggle with April O'Neil and kind of just her character in general. Uh, I don't really like what they did with her and Leo. I thought that was a little too forced. Well, also, the whole thing is, is like, uh, I think one of the turtles is always, in every iteration, I don't know if it's Leo every time, uh, likes April, which is a whole other, like, all right, what are we, what's happening here? Why are we having... (laughs) I mean, I understand, no, I mean, I understand it's because he longs for the human world. Yeah. Or he longs for feelings of connection. So I get that part. I just, I, I don't know. Her character, like, you're, you're right, like, what did she do besides that whole she did have the whole reporter like i kind of like the whole reporter thing and the whole puke girl thing was weird but she was also supposed to represent them humans aren't so bad or it's not whether you're human or mutant that doesn't matter you can be good or bad no matter the no matter uh what but what i thought i thought that whole ending climax was really 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 stupid where um first of all i kind of hate when they do that whole thing where they take this really cool villain and they make him into godzilla happens all the time and every single almost every single yeah happens all the time and every single like big screen movie nowadays that's how it is one of i i would say the most egregious one is like uh you probably never played the batman games but they made joker they made joker into a hulking and it's the joker man it's the damn joker on a side note, since you just referenced it, how do you feel about the Attack on Titan joke where he was like, the neck, we gotta hit him in the neck. I mean, I thought it was pretty stupid. But, you, oh, okay, I thought uh, you were gonna say funny. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool, I guess. But, I mean, I was, yeah, I was just like, okay, bro. Yeah. Uh, But I like, I like the, when he did the, oh, the, the hand over heart. Yeah. The, I Shinzo was like, okay. Sasagio. Yeah. Um, that was fine. It, it was okay. I was, uh, I had no problems with it. Yeah, it was right. A anyway. little bit. I was like, okay, I guess it was always behind the it neck. Was a li- no, it was a little too on the nose for me. Uh, it would have been cool if they realized they had to hit the neck and then he was going to be like, oh my God, it's just like Attack on Titan. If they flipped it, you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Instead yeah. of being like, Attack on Titan, we got to hit the neck. Yeah, so, something like that. And this is kind of where the turtles... One thing I didn't mention... Is okay. I, I was kind of bashing on the turtles earlier, so I'm gonna do a little. You know me. I'm always kind of working through my own thoughts. Yeah, that's fair. When I do the podcast, and I kind of change my own mind a little bit. Uh, but throughout the movie, I did kind of like their growth as a unit, where they kind of start off again doing things for the wrong reasons and therefore not working together. Uh, Leonardo not realizing that he is a leader, and only through teamwork and connection can they really stop a force. An ideology like Superfly. 
that's what mo- most of the times that iterations are always like that, where it starts off with the group disconnected and then Leo yeah. brings them together. That's that's so that's a I think that's, that's a key a cl- aspect that um, remains throughout every mm, iteration. Okay, that's a classic. Because because the whole thing with Leo's story is that his it's his journey as a leader and how he he'll fail them and then he'll have to do something to like bring but, it all together. But when does he like? I feel like his journey of a leader in this isn't very strong. I mean, that's fair. Uh, I didn't really like Lee. I think Leo was like one of my least favorite characters in the movie because I ex- because he was my main in All Stars, and I really <laughs> thought that I was gonna get some some something 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 from him. You know, I think arguably maybe I'm wrong. I think he's the most boring character out of the four. I think that might be controversial. Please don't attack me. Uh, in in terms of in general, yeah, I tend to like leader characters though because. That's a cool quality that I also possess. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I don't know. I've oh always been God. a Raphael lover. You're a Raphael. Yeah. I, I think I was a none of them lover. Well, yeah, because you didn't watch it didn't anyways. Watch I only became a Leo because he was freaking crack. And he had a blue mask. Yeah. And your favorite color is blue. That is true. I actually enjoyed the sequence with the... New Yorkers helping them out. No way, man. I don't know. I, I, like, it looked cool. You ever see New Yorkers change their mind that's like that? That's fair. New Yorkers would never help out like that. No, no. I <laughs> know uh, that that's a I mean that's a classic trope. New Yorkers coming together and helping the I mean the, what, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It's yeah, Spider-Man. no. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it, it no it's a trend. That's not the problem. That's not I didn't have a problem with that. Oh, I, I, I had the a change on the how dime. They got there. Nah, it's so true because they're so stubborn. They're like once they're in a way like Like no way that every person in the I'm too much you're, in the muck of the you're semantics. Become, nah, you're, you're becoming me for yeah. a second. Take, come on, come on. Yeah. Nah, stop. Nah, we only have room for one of those people in this yeah, podcast. That's so, and it's me, that's okay? so true. I already took off that role. Step out of it. I'm, t- I'm tired of this. It was a cool sequence, and you need to turn off your brain like I turned off my brain. No, but how is a kid just going in and changing everyone's mind? And then she okay. and then they're not like, hey, maybe this is... like. People like people in the real world, they see news from scientists and they be like, this, this is fake news, also, bro. People don't watch the news in Times Square like that. Be, real people from scientists be like, this is fake news. They see news from, you know what? Maybe it is believable. They see a news from a teenager and they're from, from a you watch TikTok, random don't you? source. You know what? No, no, no. Source. Okay. You watch TikTok, right? You know, the f- the fish from spongebob telling giving out the news people people trust him more than they trust you know how long he's been doing his job though (laughs) bro's been doing it for so of course i i trust that man with my life (laughs) (laughs) i'm tired of you anyways it was a cool sequence it was it was cool that whole thing it gave me spider-man vibes where they're helping him out it gave me like uh andrew garfield's like when they line up oh line up the cranes yeah yeah i I know what you mean okay but you're gonna mention that scene but not the scene where come on man where they hold him oh yeah where they get the mask yeah he's just a kid he's just a kid that's the iconic scene that's true you're crazy in choosing andrew garfield crane thing like 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 it would actually help no offense. See, the the cranes versus the buildings aren't that far from each other. Okay, I didn't know we hated that scene so much. Okay. I, I didn't hate the scene. I was just saying, like, one of these scenes is iconic and you're, you're choosing uh, the lesser of two. Okay, regardless, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh scene. Oh, my God. Does does uh, um, Tom Holland not have a scene like that? I guess not. I guess not. Yeah, because, no, he they hate him. In no, the... they hate him. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, moving on. Interesting. <laughs> I say like that their whole idea is that they kind of want to be a part of the the normie experience and go to high school. High school sucks, bro. Which is funny because I, I did watch this from new new uh, rock stars because I was kind of like looking at some of the Easter eggs. Yeah, that's fair. And one of the things he mentioned that I thought was pretty cool is when they were watching Ferris Bueller, he makes kind of this observation that because uh, I never watched Ferris Bueller, where his whole thing is he's trying to get out of high school and they idolize his life. Yeah. And all they want to do is go into high school. Which that is I actually kind of funny. funny. I think I did pick up on that. I, uh, when, we, when we were watching it, I was like, that's ironic that they're watching Ferris Bueller yeah. and they want to... Let's, let's see some conclusions. Since you already mentioned it a couple of times, what I'm going to say is... Don't waste your money on this. Go watch Spider-Verse again. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. Hey, hey, I wasn't going to mention it this time, but you brought it up. Okay. I'm just trying to keep up. With the Anyway. Uh, but no. Um, it's a perfectly adequate movie. I would say, yeah, just wait for it to be streamed. I think that's perfectly fine instead of like other movies where don't even wait for it to be streamed. Like this is a perfectly honestly, if you want to buy a ticket, you could totally buy a I ticket. I think it's a good watch. I think it's fun. I I think it's really maybe, fun. Maybe maybe it's my fault that I put it up on a pedestal. Maybe not a pedestal, but I was expecting more. You were expecting a little more. I mean, I thought it was I mean, it was all right. And then if you love the turtles, I'm sure this is more of your uh thing. And hey, you know what? Like I've been saying I'm sure you already watched it. Like I've been saying, I know we've been, you know, smashing on it for a bit, but the internet does love it. And we're just one opinion. so We are a part of the internet. That's true. So we must love it. <laughs> and the ratings are pretty good. So let's, I uh, just think it wasn't for us. Ooh, what's your rating? Um, I would say high six, like 6.8. I agree. Because I feel like I've given things seven that are better than this. So like thinking about what, it. What, what would you know off the top? Don't even. Don't, don't say off the top. Do you think Elemental? You know what? Actually, I did I say Elementals? I would say it's higher rated than Elementals. Higher rated. Whatever I rated Elementals... Uh, I had a rate Elementals of 7 now to think about it. Whoa. I was going to say 0.1 above Elementals. Okay, put Elementals back down to like 6 point. Okay. To like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> re, re, actual, re redo that. Listen, listen. Don't... I would love one day for us to put these ratings all in like one little video to see how wrong or how right oh, I man, am. Oh, man. We, we, like, I, I just started writing them down because I'm like... I never remember because this is a perfect way to kind of rationalize what you think about one movie. Yeah. Is knowing your ratings for other movies and how you feel about those. Because uh, I pretty much rated off of how I feel during this podcast. I only got Nimona. And I kind of convinced myself that I like this movie more than I did. at the, It was I don't know why it was such a slog for me. Maybe because I am vacation burned. I don't know. I feel like I did not have that bad of a time. You're crazy. No, 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 no. Uh, Trying to write for it. Oh, yeah. Like it was such a log slog for me to write through. Like usually I have like three or four pages and you could see like right here. Just one. Not Just even. one page. And I feel one like side. when I started talking about it. Like my brain, like slowly, in like the it neurons kind in. of path, where it was like you, you know how to talk, maybe about movies, <laughs> maybe who knows, but no, um, yeah. So whatever I gave Elementals, um, I give it point five above it. So yeah, that's gonna be it for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. If you like what you're hearing, we do have a link tree with all of our socials in it. That's gonna be anything from TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, you name it. And it'll be a really big help if you could follow or leave a review. And if you made it this far. We appreciate you. This has been Animation Overtime. And we are finally clocking out. See ya.